Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar, and joining us is Christy Whitman and the Council of Light. And I do actually have a question of my own about this wonderful planet that we're living on. And if there are any messages that are coming through about planet Earth or what areas are um, going to have an easier time to live in or if there are some places in our planet that really need healing, what's up next in terms of natural disasters? Is there anything that would be coming through about that? Hello, dear. We are happy to be back with you. And we love this question. As as more of you are opening up to your light energy and you are being that conduit for light, it, it is spreading more. Think of yourself. You're touching the ground. So as your body becomes more light-filled, the, what you are channeling through to the earth plane is more light, giving more light to planet Earth. And so each of you that are coming more online, as you will, in light, you are creating a healing on the planet. And as anything, as anything that is physical, and of course the Earth plane is physical, just like your physical bodies, there's always going to be shift. There's always going to be movement and transition. And for things such as fires that burn down a part of a, well, forest, let's just say that, new growth comes in. And so Mm. to look at things as not as a disaster, but a recalibration is really what's in order. And you can play with light and energy. There were several years ago where there was a hurricane that was supposed to go up the entire East Coast, and we were on a call with three ladies that happened to live in the south, in the mid, and in the north of the the East Coast, and a hurricane was going right towards them. And we said, let's surround the hurricane in light, And as soon as we did, the hurricane diverted into the ocean and missed the coast. They still had rain and such and and storms, but the, the hurricane that was supposed to destroy went into the middle of the ocean. So you can work with energy and light to when you are aware that something is coming or something is happening, you can really utilize this as a protective barrier. Mm -hmm. We've had clients that have been in fire zones in California and surrounded them and their property and their community with light, and it was amazing that the fire stopped just outside. You know that Christy just built a house, and just a few months ago, there was a a fire right behind the edge of her neighborhood and right behind her her neighbor's house, to which that one of the planes with retardant went down right behind their the neighbor's house, which was close to Christy's house. And as Christy said, council, please surround all this entire neighborhood with light. 
the winds went the other way, burning up desert, about 3,000 acres, but not one animal, not one structure, nothing was destroyed. Huh. The, the desert burned, and yet there's new growth already happening within the desert. Mm. So light is a powerful resource that most of you have not tapped into and don't even understand how to utilize. How do you utilize? Is it imagining just brightness? Is it the shining light? What kind of light? Calling it in. First of all, Mm. you're all initiators, so calling it in, asking for it. As Christy simply said, counsel, please surround this neighborhood in light. That is what happens. And then to see it, to see the bubble of light, to feel yourself as the conduit. And she didn't sit there and worry the whole rest of the night because they had to evacuate their area. She knew, she knew that the divine was holding her and her family and her neighborhood and her house and everything in it in light. Now, she had a moment where she went, oh, God, my shoes, and then, you know, laughed about it. But letting go of any of the resistance, that's what we're doing here, and that's what we've been talking about all night. Mm. It's very, it's a great idea to surround yourself with with that asking as well, the asking of light. And that's also allowing yourself to receive and believe in it. So. Wonderful. All right. So I just have a a couple of callers that have, um, well, of course, we have the whole board full still, but I wanted to get to um, our wild card line one from Clarkston, Michigan. Candy is the name. Hi, Candy. Can you hear us? Thank you so much. I feel very blessed to be on today. Um, First, a comment. I just wanted to say thank you with all my heart and soul to the Council of Light um, as a divorced mother of four young children. 20 years ago, um, I didn't know how I would raise those children to be productive and self-serving um, others. And so um, I feel that the Council of Light or Angels, as I would like to look at it, uh, guided me throughout the whole time. And I can honestly say 20 years later that they're all professionals and they are in service to others um, on a daily basis, touching lives. Um, Good so job, Mom. My, heart. <laughs> my, my question is, um, I, as a, a divorcee and I remarried a wonderful man with Asperger's, um, the reason I'm calling is there's times that he says things that are insensitive or doesn't, um, doesn't mesh and can be insulting. And I'm trying to find forgiveness in my heart because I truly do love the man, and I don't realize that he doesn't real, um, know what he's saying. Um, that might be insensitive. And I'm trying to figure out how can one wash away those things and keep moving forward in a positive message for the marriage. Well, we've been talking about it. Here comes the theme again. It's compassion. <laughs> so I just wrote when- that down. Yes. When when you are receiving, and this is for all of you, when you receive a comment, a look, uh, uh, something that feels hurtful like an ouch, then allowing yourself to feel that ouch, 
to let the emotions of the of the out, the hurt, the sadness, the the frustration, the anger, to process that out of your belly. But more importantly, after that, you you don't want to just process out the energy. You want to then bring in a new energy, and that's where you want to bring in that energy of compassion. You can see it as a pink light if you want, like you're being doused in Pepto Bismol if you want, like that aspect of it. But a beautiful light that comes through, and let yourself hold yourself, and let yourself reassure yourself. And and tell yourself something nice about yourself. Tell yourself, you know, it, it's like if you had your child, right? And someone, a bully or someone else came up to that child and insulted that child, you would go up to that child and say, you know what, that's not true. And you would give that child a hug and you'd say, I love you. I see you as this. I think you're like that. To offset, to counterbalance. So doing more self-soothing and self-nurturing when there's an insult, reassure yourself of the opposite with the reassurance of you're not that, you're this, and good for you, and let yourself have those compassionate words to yourself. Hmm. As long as you're being truthful to yourself, Candy, and you've made it through being a single mother of raising four wonderful children that contribute back to the world, you can get through this too with that same attitude of strength and resilience. So thank you so much for the phone call. Great question for many, many people. Um, Just looking energetically at the callers here, there is one that I've been wanting to talk to, uh, Mike in Las Vegas. Mike, hi, do you have a question for the council? Uh, At 2017, we had the most incredible thing happen to us. Uh, some would say bad, but me and my wife have been together 35 years. It's uh, been uh, incredible. Um, and a new relationship with God, the Creator. And uh, we want to know if I'm on the right path. And if so, when are we going to get off the street? Because we've done everything that we've been asked, and, and we're just waiting for, for that next oh. part to begin. Beautiful question. So everything is energy, dear one, and because there's been struggle and because there's been evidence, it's you You could take any situation that any of you have been in and you could show, well, I've struggled through this or I've had a hard time with this or this hasn't been easy with this, and that gets you into an energy pattern. And so we're not saying it's not true and we're not saying it's not real. However, you could take all of this evidence to a judge and a juror and they could say, yes, that's true. You've struggled or this is evidence that this has been difficult or this hasn't been fair or you could have a case about it. But we want you to start arguing, less of a better word, we want you to start focusing on what you do want. And more importantly, focusing on the energy of what it would feel after the struggle. So the opposite, knowing that you're in a land of polarity and duality exists, if there is the evidence of struggle, there is the evidence of ease. There is the possibility and the potential and the inevitability of the ease. So there's always two sides of a coin. And if many of you have been pushing against the one side, you could have a PhD in drama and struggle. And it's 
uh, you've done enough of that. You've done enough lifetime with that. And now it's time to refocus on the clarity of what all that contrast and all that push against and all that resistance has brought. So as you are allowing yourself to shift your focus and shift your vision, asking yourself, what do I want? And why do I want it? And how do I want to feel? How do we want to feel? What do we want to create? If we are pushing a reset button by bringing in the compassion and neutralizing ourselves in compassion for what we've been through and how we have struggled, remember that's allowing yourself to bring in a new vibration, then to take it to the next level and really look at what would freedom feel like? What would fun and joy and ease and flow and passion and purpose and, oh, being in our divine design of well-being and abundance and success and love, what would that feel like? And understand that it's your consciousness that creates. And as Christy had said earlier, and we will reiterate it here, your consciousness is what you say. The very words that you say have creative power the very thoughts that you think, the perspectives, the pictures that you hold in your mind and your expectations and beliefs, your feelings, and then your actions. The rest is really a effect of what your cause is of your consciousness. Mm. And you've got this. You've done enough of pushing against. Allow yourself to feel the compassion. Allow yourself to move in the direction of what you want. Let yourself dream again. Let yourself feel the support that light is happening. The divine God does not want to see you struggle. The divine, the God, the goddess lives in a place of full purity of love and light. And we will say this to each and every one of you before we bring Christy back. Please know if you take anything away from any of our conversation and any of our visit tonight, each of you are infinitely loved. I feel that we've gotten that energy from this experience too, is that we've been kind of doused with the energy of light and love tonight, which has been that, I mean, listen to the messages that have come through about compassion again and again, about, about diverting disaster with light and about encasing ourselves in a bubble of light and about our words and how we can contain those in a place of, of a certain frequency and vibration. I think so far, it's just been wonderful, and there's so many more callers that I want to get to. Let's see here. Um, we just have, uh, let's see here. I want to go to our West of the Rockies, because I haven't had a chance to go West of the Rockies yet. Um, Casadero, California. Daniel, are you still with us? You've been waiting a long time. Oh, yes, I'm here. Thank you. Thank you so much. You have a question for the council. You've been literally on hold for probably an hour or two. Oh, it's okay. I I can wait longer. It's worth the wait. Aww. First, a beautiful hue to the council and to you, Lisa. I just adore you, Lisa, the way you are, people. Your interviewing uh, is so so wonderful, all the things you do. I've seen you in many forms on Guy and, all, of course, um, 
and on the spiritual circle cinema, you know, things. And, oh, my gosh, anyway. thank you. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. But um, my, my question um, is, now that um, I've heard a lot of the other uh, people speaking things, I kind of want to switch. I was going to talk more about myself, but I really want to ask you, is the Galactic Federation of Light working with uh, the ninth and the 10th and 11th dimension with the Enochs, and they send the information and they um, figure out a plan and send it to the 7th, 5th dimension, then it jumps to the 3rd, and we get it sometimes in the form of uh, crop circles, and we just need to read those better? Is that some of the There's information all coming communication through? in geometric patterns, yes. So the multidimensionality and those higher beings of light, listen, they want you to receive the messages. And we will say that the messages are always about well-being. It's always about love. It's always about light. It's always about returning to the home of yourself and your soul, which is pure positive. So, yes, when it, it's not even just about crop circles. It's about reading the energy and reading all of it. If all of you knew that you were infinitely loved and supported, if all of you knew that you are so adored, if all of you knew that you are abundant and that success is your natural divine design, none of you would push up against anything anymore. You would go into alignment and into the flow knowing that success is inevitable, that love is for you and there's nothing to fear about love. Mm. And yes, the messages over and over from all of us, from the higher beings, are all the same. It's about love. And we are, I didn't get a chance to say goodbye, so we're going to continue over the half hour with um, our guest, Christy Whitman, and the Council of Light. We will be right back. This is Lisa Gar. Welcome back to Coast to Coast AM. I am Lisa Gar, and my guest has been Christy Whitman, and she has been bringing in the communication from the Quantum Council of Light. And I do have a question of my own for the Council. Is this a group of of ascended masters, of angels, of guides? What types of beings do you identify as? We are liking this question a lot. So ascended masters, think of them as having a team. So we are a group of Ascended Masters, but within each of the Ascended Masters, we have angels, we have guides. There is a whole team within each one of them. So we come as a very large group. Mm, very large, like like a dozen or or interchangeable? or Interchangeable, mm. infinite, in fact. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. It does. Yes. All right, we've got a couple of, um, I mean, the calls have not stopped coming in all night for you and for communication. Uh, we've got a first-time caller, Wendy, from Sonora, California. Wendy, welcome to the show. Thank you for being here. <laughs> Hi. Um, do you have a question for the Council of Light? Yes, I do. <laughs> um, I, my husband has been in prison for... Ten years, San Quentin. Uh, 
it was a car accident, uh, and because of circumstances, his his father was killed that evening, and he's been incarcerated since 2014. And we've we've been together since 1986. Oh. <laughs> and I'm just I'm just you know it's finding it hard to be positive and um, just be positive and for his sake and mine. Um, he has went up for parole uh, last two, two years and then was denied. And because of COVID, we haven't been able to see each other for three years. He's going up for parole again next this month. And I'm just wanting to ask the council, you know, what's a good way to keep my my spirits up, my positivity? Uh, I love him with all my heart. And and vice versa. I just just feel really alone a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Yes, dear. So we are going to start right where we've been starting all night, and that is that understanding of compassion. There's a very big vibrational difference between um, feeling powerless and lonely and feeling uh, almost like a victim and feeling uh, even self-pity to a place of compassion. It's a very different variance. And so compassion is oh, what you have gone through as a human experience. Really just we are surrounding you in so much light and him as well for him to have had that experience and and the loss of his father in that way and then what he is experiencing it's it's un unideal if you would say that so we just surround you in so much light and for you to understand that if you are deliberate in what you're wanting to create see him returning back home, see him up for parole and getting it this time, see him and understand that when he does come back, there is some trauma that he has experienced. Both of you have the separation, but what has happened. And then of course, while he has been there. So there's going to be some work and energy and imprints that need to be released. And so as you can start cultivating this compassion for yourself, for all that you have been through and all that he has been through, know that that will start to stabilize you. It's like we said, pushing a reset button. And this will help you be able to process those resistant or lower level energies. But Compassion is very, very different than where you've been in feeling lonely and and really feeling that despair. So if you can start making that your priority to focus on that compassion energy, this will start to help you find more of hope because hope would then lead into dreaming again will allow you to then start feeling the expansion 
there, that will neutralize the energy that you have been in, dear one. We surround you in so much light and your husband too. Yes, and I think the whole Coast community is definitely chiming in on that as well. Wendy, you've been strong and amazing, and I'm so sorry that your husband had to not only suffer through jail, but also have the loss of his father on top of that. So I'm praying that things start to course correct for you and him, and I know that you've got a big supportive family behind you here. Thank you for your call. All right, let's go to, um, we've got a, time for a few more callers here, um, uh, west of the Rockies from the high desert in Northern California, Noble Feather. Hello. Beautiful name. Hello. Hello. Thank you so much for taking my call, Lisa. Um, Christy, thank you so much. I can't express that enough. Um, I'm a client in kinesiology. And um, AO scans, Jeffy, I may be sure that you guys are acquainted with that. And the council is beautiful, loving, and God is all good. And I love your messages, Christy. Thank you so much. I've been listening with all my heart and prayers up also for Wendy over in Mm -hmm. Sonoma that her husband is paroled this time. Yes, absolutely. See, there's the fort came right in. Thank you very much for that. I appreciate it. And um, enjoy your night in the high desert. Sounds beautiful up there. Is it a warm night? It's a fair to midnight night. It's always beautiful. You're breathing. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Enjoy. Yes, beautiful. (laughs) Thank you very much for the call. Um, let's go to uh, Anne in Oahu, Hawaii. It's good to hear from you, Anne. Hi, aloha to you all. Aloha. And I have a real quick question. I won't take up much time. Um, I'm Years ago, I was in Lilydale, New York with a friend, and I came back from a walk in the woods, and she was with a median on the front porch. And the median looked at me and said, you have a halo. And I said, that's an aura? She goes, no, it's a halo. It's real huge around your head. It's pure white. I have hardly ever seen it. My friend said that after she had it and was told that she was very disappointed, you know, that she didn't have it. And the median said, I've hardly ever seen it. Don't feel bad or something like that. So I didn't want to ask because I didn't want my friend to be more hurt what it meant. Mm. So I was figuring you all might know what it means. Indeed, dear. You are just highly intuitive, highly connected, and there's an inner sense of well-being within you, and that extends out in the top of your head and all around your auric field. So this is really what it is, is that you, uh, all of you have the ability to have that. You all have that. Uh, that's what Christ talked about, that Christ consciousness. Christ was pictured with that halo around, that orb around his head as well. And so it is being in alignment with that higher energy and having that ability or that willingness to open up. So that's really what it's about, is your own divine connection, dear one. Hmm. (laughs) 
And how is that light of yours going in, I know you're not in Maui, but how is the the universal feeling in the islands of Hawaii, Anne? In Maui, uh, we're all in prayer, and we're all grieving for our brothers and sisters in Maui. I've talked to some people who were helping out, you know, at the beginning, shortly after the fire. Uh, there is a lot of uh, confusion in the islands, and the people in Maui really need your prayers, mm-hmm. and they really need the support of people because it's uh, what they've gone through have been just horrible, and our prayers are with them. In the the rebuilding, is it starting, or is it just a uh, slow well, process? First, what they have to do is they have to go through and take all the toxic ash out, because there was a lot of toxicity in the air, mm. and the people who are going back to their homes, or what were their homes, they have to dress in special clothing and everything so they don't get contaminated, and that all has to be cleared out before they can even start rebuilding. Mm-hmm. It's a rebirthing, a rebirthing process to allow all that to be cleared to then rebirth, to recreate. Everything on your physical universe gets formed into something. And there are times when things have to be decrystallized or in some of your vernacular, destroyed in order to recreate. And so the, the, the human will is so strong and all will be well. Hmm. Well, I definitely know that they ha- are in need of support and prayers and it shouldn't stop just because it's out of the news cycle. So thank you for the call. I appreciate it. There's so much good that has been done tonight, and I thank the council so much for the time that you've spent with us on air and for the amount of people that you have helped on air. Um, I know that we have just one quick caller that I want to get to who's one of our regulars. Ma'at, are you? um, Thank you so much for hanging on. I know that you've been here (laughs) for most of the night. I appreciate it. did you have a, a quick question? Yes. Hi. Uh, yes. Um, and the best of and highest health and well-being, um, Lisa. Thank you. Uh, a question to the council and uh, Christy as a general healer. As to hearing you, Lisa, yesterday morning and your guest referencing someone who's a healer, that used dowsing and could change frequency for some soil that had gotten pretty poisonous and toxic. So the question is, what about radiesthesia and, and, and dowsing in terms of healing and changing our world? And I'll listen over the air. Thank you so much. Mm, thank you, dear one. Yes, there are many different ways, modalities to change frequencies and vibrations. So dowsing is one of them. There, we, you are all living in a time now where so many different tools and uh, techniques and processes are available, whether it's singing bowls or or different uh, reiki and different healing modalities like this. 
all of them, such as even saging and and doing these type of prayer works and intentions and manifestation techniques, is all about your intention as you use these tools and techniques. And yes, all of them have a place. So be using the tools that you know and utilizing your skills and gifts because that does change the frequency. And when the frequency is changed, so is the reality. We are delighted to be here with all of you. Lisa, you are a fantastic host, and we are grateful that we had our time with you. We are surrounding each of you in light. And we remind each of you, you are infinitely loved. Mm, thank you so much for the messages. And if you could bring Christy back, it would be wonderful because I'd love to say thank you to my friend and for the amount of communication that came through tonight. It's been beautiful. She might be sleeping, though. So, <laughs> Hello. <laughs> You're here. <laughs> How was it? What an amazing experience you have. It's just been wonderful. It's all recorded if you'd like to listen to the replay tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lisa, for having us. I'm so grateful. Oh, I'm so grateful God. for your invitation and, and for what you do in the world. You are just uh, oh, so such a such a light. I mean, there's just it, it's beyond words. Well, the messages that came through tonight about consciousness and about about light it, and compassion, it all was very needed by so many people because there's a lot of pain in the world right now. And just to hear these messages over this large of a signal and a frequency and the amount of people that called in to get communication was an answer to me to have you to continue here and stick with us tonight. So I really appreciate all of your support. And um, again, ChristyWhitman.com or WatchYourWords.com, which is also fascinating information. And thank you, Christy. You're amazing. Thank you so much, sweetie. All right. My sister in light. Bye, everybody. <laughs> all right. Bye. And I want to say thank you to our amazing Coast family here, and thank you for all of your messages of love and support and for the support and prayers for me during that really difficult accident. I am. This is one of my first times back hosting um, at all, and it went better than I expected. <laughs> so I'm really grateful. I think that the messages that came through really helped me a lot, too. So along with you, I am healing, and I am grateful to be here, and I thank my wonderful, incredible Coast family and the, of course, support here of all of the people that work at Coast to Coast, Lisa Lyon and George Norrie, of course, Tommy Danheiser and Gina Salvati and Dan Galanti, who are with me in studio, and Stephanie Smith and Chris Boros. We couldn't do any of this without you all, and I am super grateful for everybody. And also, if you have a chance, you can... Go to theawareshow.com. From there, at theawareshow.com, you can listen to any of my podcasts or past shows where I get to do what I love, which is communicating messages that inspire positive growth and change. And doing that through the power of your story and through the power of who you are is what gives me purpose and keeps me going. So thanks for being a part of it. 
I am Lisa Gar, and until next time, I invite you to stay aware. <laughs>